list. Wonder list. You your phone? Or do you got a... No, I have my phone. Let's, uh, do, do we want, we're going to randomly pick a topic from our wonder list. Okay. Yes, wonder list, we are looking for sponsorship from you. <laughs> Every week we talk about you. Uh, wonder list is a great app. And we know we're not getting paid for this, but Wonderless is a great app that we all use. Okay. Podcast topics. I'm going there too. Which one? Do you want one of mine, one of yours? How do you want to do this? I think I'd like to do, you know what? Here's how we're going to do it. Our guest is going to. Pick one? Pick one. Scroll oh. up, scroll down, pick one, and we're going to talk about it. There we go. Do not grab one that's starred because those are guests that we're trying to get on the show or that want to be on the show. So oh, you can wow. scroll up or down and then pick one of those topics and we'll talk about it. Okay. Um, I think most of the ones I put in there, the ones that... Uh, those are fun. That don't have uh, stars on them. <laughs> and you don't even... like. Even, it doesn't matter if you know what it is or not, because sometimes these are vague, but that makes it kind of fun. Uh, wow. This is tough. You have... Can I, like, can I see the whole thing here? Yeah, scroll up or down. Yeah, you click on it, and it might give you some description. Let's see here. That's a motherfucking Slurpee. That is a motherfucking therapy. <laughs> That's, wow. Hey, uh, while uh, Jotape is going through the list there, uh, KeyCon's coming up right away. This episode should be released probably just before KeyCon. Oh, probably not just before, but a few yeah. weeks before. And, um, of course, the uh, Sean Key podcast is going to be appearing on the Saturday afternoon. Saturday morning, Saturday is it afternoon. Is 11, 11 and noon? 11 and noon, yeah. 11 in the uh, boardroom up on the terrace level. In the boardroom. Oh, okay. Yeah. Awesome. We're going to do uh, an episode from there. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do uh, how to. Actually, I think it's podcast 101 first. That's and then first? the okay. uh, podcasting live uh, from okay. noon till one. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with what we're going to do on that episode. I think pulling from the Wonderlist hat is going to be something that'd be kind of fun. But maybe the other thing we could do is we could get the crowd to offer. Um, maybe what we'll do is we'll offer in the description, please bring your topics. All right. And then. Uh, we could just kind of spitball and kind of have a little bit of fun. A little bit of improv on there. Wow. Not that we don't improv every single episode, but... Like a stand-up comedian coming up and, and asking for a, <clears throat> someone to come up. And... It's like, whose line is it anyway? Yeah. yeah. Just uh, give me yeah. a situation. Uh, yeah. What time of day? Yeah. <laughs> What's the location? Okay, so I hear the zoo and we're fondling monkeys. <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. I think we got one. Okay. Segment. Five faces of geek. Oh. Five ooh. biggest influences. Ooh, good one. Well, gonna, that's a good one. Okay, I want Okay, let's let let our guests go first. Okay. Oh. <laughs> can 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 you go? Uh, one of us can thought, go first yeah. to give you an idea. Yeah, the the pressure's on when you put me on. I don't remember show. who put that in, but I like that five faces of geek. I think we should do a five faces of geek at uh geek on. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, so, since uh, I don't have my phone, someone's going to add in five faces of geek. We need a new oh. topic. Yeah, a new uh, for KeyCon. I'm going to start that. I'm not going to. Someone can start. I'm actually going to add this in here. Okay, so five faces of geek, biggest influences. That's what we're doing. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, let's see who's big influence on me. It could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be a person. Just five most influential things, people, whatever it might be. I think we've already been talking about that, really. I mean, you know, animation for me, you know, Blooney Tunes has actually always been a huge uh, source of uh, inspiration for me, uh, particularly uh, Chuck Jones, and one of my favorite animators and uh, Blooney Tunes directors. Yeah, 
growing up with uh, Bugs Bunny. You know, that kind of shaped my whole life. And especially when you consider that for most kids, I think their first introduction to opera and classical music is through Bugs Bunny. In fact, I think there was actually a study once done that said that something like 80% of uh, North America, their only, uh, only exposure to classical music was through Bugs Bunny cartoons. Is this the oh, one yeah, where yeah. He's, uh, he's giving him a haircut, Elmer Fudd? That's one. That's Barber one of them, Seville. yeah. And then Is there's the Barber of Seville? Yeah, the Barber of yeah. Seville. And uh, also there was... Uh, Boom. Where's what's Opera Doc? Kaboom. Yeah, what's Opera Doc? Yeah. And then uh, they did the the, Vol- the Valkyries. No. No, they didn't. No. Well, what's Opera Doc was uh, based on uh, the Nibblerung. The Ring of Nibblerung. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Is that Wagner? No. Yeah, Wagner. Wagner? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, well, come on, it's Bugs Bunny. You know, that's one of the reasons why I hate curling so much, curling and golf, because, you know, Sunday afternoons, I'd want to watch Bugs Bunny, but my dad's watching golf on our only TV. Oh, yeah. You know, you kind of develop a uh, bit of a distaste for it when, you know, you have to watch something as boring as, you know, golf yeah. on TV, and, you know, you could be being entertained by, you know, Bugs Bunny getting hit in the ass by a giant bull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, that's, that. Well, that's that's good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. That's... Uh, Is that five? That was one. That was okay. one. Yeah. <laughs> that was one. Maybe we'll go around the table. Okay. Do one at a time. Yeah. What do you got there? Uh, actually, Bugs Bunny was uh, probably one of my biggest, uh, say, influences, but one of the major things growing up for me, only because uh, it was an awesome cartoon, and um, there wasn't very many for us to choose from, so... Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, that was actually one of them. So I'm I'm going to throw my two cents in the hat for that. And yep, I'd say the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the Flintstones. Flintstones, really? Yeah. Yeah, Flintstones are huge. With Kazoo. Yeah, the Great Kazoo. Yabba dabba doozy. Yeah, I, I don't know because <laughs> it, it was it was like a sitcom, but it wasn't, and it was like the Honeymooners, but it wasn't. That was on at supper time. Was yeah, that? every well, that, every day at supper time. I, I think that's the thing because it was on. It was the most common cartoon to watch because it was on all like at regular times where we were home and not at school or not at our friends. So we used to watch it all the time. I don't enjoy it as much now, but back then it, it seems was a little so dated. Key. But yeah, it was so key, and it wasn't necessarily the animation. I think it was just that it was available. Yeah. And it was a cartoon, and my parent, well, mom, like they they wouldn't turn it off. So I think that was kind of. That was big for me. I mean, so you, in, you didn't see that coming, did you? No, no, not really, no. no. But I mean, it was also you know, back during a time when uh, animation didn't really talk down to kids. Yeah. Yes. I mean, a lot of you know the old Bugs Bunny cartoons, the old Looney Tune cartoons was uh, they were never really intended for you know consumption by children. There. Oh God, no. Oh, intended wow. for you know adults. A lot of killing going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite ones is still the uh, the uh, hillbilly episode. Where they go into the whole square dance. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that one? Uh, no. Oh, I totally remember that no, one. No, it's, it's, it, it's a classic. It's, it's, it's great. But it was always censored. <laughs> because, you know, Bugs Bunny's, you know, basically. Make, yeah, well, he's making these two, you know, hillbillies, you know, whack each other over the head with, like, you know, fence posts and, you know, wrestle and fight in the puddle of mud and, you know, try to drown each other. Yeah. You know, good, wholesome family entertainment. 
Yeah, that's not stereotypical at all. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't stereotype anyone. Actually, at my cousin's wedding, uh, going years back, uh, remember, you know, they had a live band playing, and they look up, and the lead singer is wearing, like, you know, these fake rabbit ears and these buck teeth. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and then I realized he was singing that song from Bugs Bunny. No. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Jotapé? Oh, man. It, it's something you geek yeah. out about. It doesn't necessarily have to be nerdy, but... It could be, like, wrestling. Yeah. Um... A uh, big, big fan of Adam Sandler. Just yeah. his movies. Anytime they're on TV, the, uh, I'm glued to the television. I don't know what it is. Like I, Billy Madison. Oh man, O'Doyle rules. You know, like stuff <laughs> that that. It, it, I don't know. His and even though some of my friends are like, you know, Jack and Jill was not the, the greatest film, but I still enjoy his comedy. I know what I'm going to. That's what bothers me because they like to rip on him a lot. Yeah. But if you've seen Adam, they always say he's safe. Yes, but if you look at Punch Drunk Love, what a performance! That's a 2002 movie where he's playing. I don't know if it, if you guys saw. Punch I have Drunk not Love. seen that one yet. I've you need to watch that. Stuff. It's on. It, it is on Netflix. Okay. Um, but and that's our he, assignment. And then he okay. did he did the Myritz stories and his father's Dustin Hoffman. Oh yeah, fantastic that one. Netflix film too. He's on. And then he just did a he finished filming a movie with Jennifer Aniston, another you know romantic Ooh. comedy with her um, that he filmed in Italy. What what what's great is um, Adam. Wait, if, Fifty if First Dates is that him? Yeah, uh, yes. And That's a. Did you ever yeah. see that movie? Uh, I don't think so. No. Tell I love the soundtrack to that too. Fifty First Dates. Did you see that one? Which one? You know what I'm 50 talking about? First dates. Fifty yeah. first date. Yeah. I love that movie. With Drew Barrymore. Barrymore? That's and, a great. That was excellent. Not only wedding singer. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? You can't take off that shirt so you don't jinx Van Halen or you don't jinx the band. <laughs> remember? And then he goes. Then then the little kid. Remember he has go back to your your uh, your um, basement or remember because yeah, he's yeah, re- yeah. wearing a Freddy Krueger mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The kid. Yeah, yeah. And then the kid is swearing at you know. Uh, I forget Julia Bagulia, and then there's so many different lines you'll have. What he sing? I love it, man. And he's singing, you know, loses it. Happy Gilmore is my favorite. Happy Gilmore. When he's wrestling Bob Barker. Oh, that's, oh yes, that's yes. a classic scene. Yeah. The you price couldn't... is wrong. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you couldn't hit the side of a barn. Yeah, <laughs> gonna get it now, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> but you have Waterboy. I love Waterboy. Yeah, Waterboy. What did you say? A lot of wrestling people in there too. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and he loves wrestling. That's oh, he, why he. Yeah. He he puts into and he loves the '80s, right? You'll have you'll have different sticks from the '80s because yeah. he's a big. But I don't know. He makes me laugh, man. I a big big always been a. What big do you guys fan think, of Adam Sandler? Well, obviously, Todd likes a couple oh, of like, movies. Oh, there. Yeah, what about you, Corey? You know, honestly, I've never really been a huge fan of his because you know I do find a lot of his stuff repetitive. But you know, I do have seen quite a few of his movies, like you know some of the early ones, like yeah. I said, you know, The Waterboy and uh, you know Happy Gilmore, and I did enjoy them at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of, I came back around when I had kids. It, it's kind of weird because I thought he was hilarious, like out of the gate with Waterboy and, um, wedding singer, Billy Madison. No, yeah. Were you, but, fa- but then I fell yeah. off and then I had kids. And now when I see his movies, he has a whole dad vibe. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, he plays it's not, dad, yeah. well, it's not funny now that he's older, but it's like humorous because I'm a dad and it's real. It, <laughs> The comedy is relatable. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily funny, but it's like, oh yeah, yeah. I know what you, I know what you. And I'm actually enjoying his movies now more than I did before. But remember, he's older, right? You're yeah. not going to stay as. But right? that, an actor has to grow. But right? that's yeah. the Adam Sandler that people don't like, and that's the Adam Sandler I actually do like. 
yes, they're safe movies. Yes, they're you know somewhat predictable, but there's a um, there's a charm to it that he didn't have in his early movies. It's a different kind of charm, I guess. And I actually, I Sylvia and I are like, oh, Adam, oh, Adam Sandler movie, we'll go watch it. Like he had that one with. Um, Kevin, not Kevin, Kevin Hart. Uh, uh, Kevin James. Kevin James. Yeah. We love, we love Chuck Kevin and James. Chuck and Todd. Yeah. Chuck and Todd. We like Kevin James yeah. movies because it has that same, he's a dad. Yeah. Maybe it's not super funny, but they, uh, yeah, I can relate. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> I think I like uh, more of uh, Adam Sandler's, you know, stand-up stuff and, you know, some of his. Oh, his uh, stand-up is great. His great music stand-up. as well. Did you see. And his what, sorry? And his music. Oh, yeah. Did you see his stand-up, his special for Netflix? Not yet, no. Okay. It's, it's on our list. Uh, he, he, did a, um, he did also, uh, to his friend Chris Farley, yeah. he did a song in memory of him. No way. Yeah, oh, it's okay. really nice. It's very touching. Because I love Farley, too. Yeah. Uh, no, so, I haven't. Oh, yeah. I, I recommend. You, know, you oh, guys yeah. will laugh. Yep. Yeah, maybe that's what Sylvia and I will watch maybe tonight or something. But I, lo- I love the guy. He just, anytime it's on, I get glued, man. Billy Madison, I'm glued. You know, like, yeah, it's yeah. just something that gets me. And then I have to make sure I, I make it on time to work. You know, if this is on or you're yeah, going, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like, I got to, I've seen it a bunch of times. I better, you know, go. Yeah, they change over time. It's the same as Eddie Murphy, like back in his heyday versus, you know, Dr. Oh, yeah. Doolittle. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's changed quite a bit over the years. But yeah, Pluto I, but I, but I can't, unlike Adam Sandler, I can't like his stuff now. Like I wasn't able to transition with Eddie because I think Eddie doesn't even know who Eddie is anymore. He's donkey. Yeah. Waffles. Well, they're supposed to, they're supposed to be doing a, co- a coming yeah. to America too. There was a rumor. Yeah. Like, I don't know for sure if it's been the, greenlit. The problem, the problem yeah. here's, here's the problem yeah. with Eddie Murphy yeah. versus Adam Sandler. I think Adam Sandler found a way to grow up, yes. be an adult, yes. and still make movies that are important, that people still go see. Yes. Eddie Murphy hasn't found that transition. Yeah, because Eddie Murphy doesn't want to work. Like they, they asked him, said, "You know what? You know what? You, you could really turn your career around." I was like, "Turn my career around? Nothing wrong with my career." Yeah, yeah. You know, like he had no idea. Like he has no idea that he people dislike him now. Like he has no clue. And he's like, "Well, I don't want to do stand up. I'm going to have to go on the road yeah. for a year. I'm going to have to do some writing. It's going to be so much work. I don't want to do that anymore." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. that was good. <laughs> That's good. But I think that's the. I don't think. I think Eddie Murphy could be the biggest thing in the world again. I agree with you. Remember, Robin Williams had a bit of a peter out period, yeah. and yeah. then he did that stand up where he had the golf. We had the golf skit on it. The gopher hole. Look in the gopher hole. <laughs> no. Did you, did you see the stand up? I don't think I saw that. Oh one, my no. god, Corey! Is that live at the Met? No, no, no. It's the one he did like, well, I guess, fifteen years ago now, or. It, where he did he did the the Scottish golf yeah the whole sco- yeah that he did that and stroke it was like, and everyone's like holy <laughs> shit this guy's actually still fucking funny. die <laughs> yeah he you have to see it it okay. is th- that this scene you know this scene mm, no sexy isn't it okay <laughs> you can't see the visual maybe you need take, 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 I kind of get what you're going at you know because the really hairy arms you know? yeah 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 okay yeah yeah okay no I don't think oh. I want to put that picture up I don't okay. know yeah no but anyway that we we watched that I remember we watched that scene mm-hmm. where he's doing the uh, was I the, laughing so hard I just couldn't pay attention anymore you were choking oh okay. you fell on the you actually <laughs> fell off the couch and we're choking this thing. 
You actually were choking, and Mom's like, "What's wrong with him? <laughs> What's wrong with him?" That was probably the the only other time that's happened. I think is when I saw Bill Cosby himself. Yes, uh, there it was. It was a super clean show. Uh, you know, back in the day, I know all this other stuff has happened, but the actual show itself, when we had watched it, we had laughed so hard. Uh, yeah, I had a hard time catching my breath. I think it was the, yeah, you uh, choked on that one. I too. think it was the part when he was at the dentist. Dentist, yeah. yeah. <laughs> smoke, no smoke. Smoke, smoke, smoke. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand a word that I'm saying? <laughs> Fiber. 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 You understand? Fi- smoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, number two. I figure we go till, uh, <laughs> we'll go to we'll go to 11.30. We probably won't get through five faces, but uh, go, number two. Number two. Um, what else influenced me? Well, Japanese comics. Got heavily into manga around uh, age 12, 13, somewhere around there. Started discovering the stuff that uh, Viz was putting out. Okay. It's right about the time that Mango was starting to, you know, really come into its own in uh, North America. Like, what specific properties? Uh, you talking like Sailor Moon type? No, no, we're we're type. talking like you know, good stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything you can reference to say that you know? Uh, uh well, I mean, one of my f- uh, first comics that I really started uh, collecting was uh, Nausicaa uh, of the Valley of Wind, which was done by Hiro Miyazaki. It's, you've probably seen a lot of his films, you know, from Studio Ghibli. You know, Spirit Away, uh, um, how the hell Spirited am I blanking? Away. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I saw that one. Yeah. The House of Moving, uh. Howl's Moving Castle. Howl's Moving Castle. So what part was it that you saw that you went and, and you had the epiphany? Well, I think it's, you know, it was yeah, never was into... the first actual thing? Oh. Do you remember? Not offhand, actually. I used to like watching Japanese uh, cartoons as well on, uh, you know, because the French Channel would be the one that would be showing. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like, they had Captain Harlock on there yep. and you know, a couple of other. Damn uh, it. That's my number. That's my next one. Oh, really? Captain, Captain Harlock. Harlock. Yeah. yeah. Capitaine Harlock. Yeah. That's what it was. <laughs> Capitaine Harlock. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I but mean, like, I was never. Robotech? Nev- like, was Robotech in, in, in that? Purview or no? It started, well, yeah, because I mean, Robotech started coming up, coming out around that time and. I mean, I was never into mainstream comics, right? Uh, yeah. You know, enjoyed, you know, I would read mainstream comics every once in a while, but for the most part, actually, I always went, gravitated, you know, towards the alternative comics and uh, because of the differences in storyline, you know, it wasn't just, you know, two guys hitting each other with uh, skyscrapers. It was, yeah. you know, there was a story there. And, you know, I'm just waiting to see if I can actually make Sean angry. No, I'm, I'm fine with that. I actually don't read mainstream comic books anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't. But anyway, that that's good shit, though. Like, yeah. I think there, there's that's one of the parallels, because Capitaine Harlock uh, was one, and Robotech, I watched the crap out of Robotech. The one that was more soap opera-y. Yeah. And it was, like, every day at lunch. I used to watch it, I think it. I only Richard got it on Saturday mornings. I didn't get it on there was there was day. a there was one it was like it was almost serialized but it was like 20 I don't know <laughs> I can't remember now but I can't even remember which one it was to be able to find it watch it again which I'd love to be able to do Yeah that's probably my number Yeah my number 2 Todd cool uh, I'm just I'm going to skip right to my major influence uh which is basically music and guitar and when I first started 
um, is that it was actually with you actually because I had a clip of when I was playing. I had an acoustic guitar. Oh yeah, uh, and we were playing, and you were singing in the background. That was kind of like the beginning of it. Uh, and this thing was like a three quarter size or half a size guitar. Like it wasn't even a full size, yeah. and, it, and the and the strings were about an inch away from the frets. That you know, for, as you went up the neck, so it was kind of it wasn't easy to play at all. Um, and then from there, I, um, I had gotten, uh, uncle juniors, uh, borrowed his, uh, telecaster and he had a basement amp. Where is it? <clears throat> Actually, it's, uh, it's on my workbench downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Um, so 1950s yeah. 1950s telecaster. Wow. 50s? Was it 50s or 60s? Um, I always thought it was 50s, 60s, but no, it was maybe? probably 60s, 70s, yeah. Yeah, so it was a Mansfield, and this and this was built. And I and I took a look to see if I could, you know, find where this thing came from. And I guess there was a there was a little shop uh, in the Maritimes, and that was kind of their their home brand type thing. So that's uh, that's where he had gotten that. So um, they used to have parties and stuff, and used to bring the amp and the guitar and stuff. And then I guess uh, I was looking to get into it, so I had borrowed it, and I played it for years until mm-hmm. I had actually gotten. Um, an actual Stratocaster, mind you, it was a it was a Squire, but it was a an SQ series which was made in Japan. So when I was trying to learn songs, and my biggest influences came from actually our cousin Randy, and we had discussed this before yep. regarding Rush, uh, and then I had heard the band Halen, and then I was I was glued, and from there it was like okay, well I wanted to try and play these things, but you know when you're that age, and you're playing with uh, single coil pickups it doesn't sound the same at all mm-hmm. plus you don't have any pedals to really you know it's whatever the amp does and you, you know in a basement amp if anybody knows and everybody played one you have to you know crank it up pretty high to get anything you know to sound uh any type of distortion at all <laughs> so what i used to do is i used to take a walkman well it wasn't a walkman it was called a it was the one made by sanyo oh yeah, yeah so what people were doing was they would take a song and it would slow it down but I couldn't slow it down. So, of course, ingenuity, you try and do what you can, right? So I open this thing up. So I go to the motor portion of it, and then I put a rheostat on it to try and bring it down a little bit so that when I could play and practice, I could try and practice at a slower, um, slower so I could, you this know, This is why he's our out. tech guy. Yeah. Like, this is, isn't this crazy? I'm just sitting here and it's like, but, <laughs> whoa, is a, like, put a rheostat on this. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Keep going. I want to hear the rest of this. This is awesome. Yeah, so then, uh, of course, the wire that I used was way too big, so it just sucked way too much power. Uh, but eventually I got it to kind of work, uh, and then I would just kind of take it apart and put it back together normal so I could just, you know, so I wouldn't ruin it. And then uh, Tab came out um, later on, and I tried to figure out, you know, how to how to read Tab because I couldn't read music at all. So uh, any Van Halen books I could find that had Tab in it, you know, I'd, I'd buy them. Uh the last one I bought actually is the Digest, and it's it's probably about six inches or so yeah. uh, thick, and it's got every Van Halen song done in tab. Uh, and But the thing is that the pages are so wafer thin that you can see the printing on both sides, so it's kind of hard to see <laughs> the actual <laughs> tab itself. But, uh, yeah, so that was... Papyrus. Uh, so, <laughs> so as for influence... It was I, scripture for you, so... Yeah. I guess it's it's all kind of like... Our whole family's kind of musically inclined, um, and to get into that, that was kind of one of my big influences, uh, was, was kind of the parties that happened and kind of got you into the music 
kind of thing. And dad played bass, so he played bass almost every day uh, through the, uh, we had one of those old consoles yeah. that was actually a tube. Um, it was run off of a tube amp. And this thing had the sweetest sound when he played his bass. And then we bought one of these Candle or Lloyd's or York's or whatever it's called to replace it. Piece of crap. Yep. <laughs> you could not, it sounded so fizzy and sterile that it was just ridiculous. Yeah, because you could plug into that that old record player. You could actually plug your amp or your guitar into it yeah. and play along to the radio or the record. You, you, so it all came out of the same, cause, and it was a tube. Yeah. It, was a, it was like a tube amp. Yeah, yeah. It, sounded sweet. it sounded really good. And that was my introduction to tube amps. Uh, not realizing later on in life after I had, because I had used the basement, the Fender basement, uh, and then from there I had a PV Renown, which was way more powerful, but it was too fizzy sounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I yeah. didn't really realize that until I had played another tube amp later on going, yeah, okay, now I, I, I know what the whole deal is here with the tube amps. But It's much but, fuller sound, much... Yeah, but now technology, yeah. right now I've got a, a Yamaha, uh, was it, TH10... X, I guess is what you call it. And that thing is just sweet. I wish I would have had one of those back in the day. So now I just have those plugged in. If I want it to go louder, I plug it through my uh, studio speakers. And I sometimes have a hard time differentiating the sound coming from the amp versus the music that I'm playing with. Yeah. It's that close in sound. It's awesome. Je tape. So does this influence after like when you were a kid or can it be whenever in your life? Well, whenever in your life, but it's like has a distinct, this make this makes me. Uh, oh man. Big, uh, big influence. I would say, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's tough. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with hip hop. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the reason I'd, I'd say is. Uh, I got, I, I listened to it a bit, like uh, I remember Snoop Dogg when it came out when I was in junior high school. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you remember Doggy Style. Oh God, I have when it. When came out. <laughs> I have it. Yeah, and I remember uh, people freaking out and I couldn't get it because yeah. uh, my parents, you know, it's a cassette, you don't have your money. Back then, 10 bucks from grandma was a lot, oh, but you yeah. don't, you, the problem is the record store is not by me, it's at Portage Place, which is quite far from where you live. Oh, sure. And I remember, when we would go on bikes, if you guys remember... It, depending on where you lived, um, it, it was tough. You'd be like, that was like a road trip. We had for to a go. Kid. We had to go to Moncton. Wow, because I don't even think. Well, which, we which could was go, a road trip. Which was a road trip. Yeah. yeah. And you had you had like doggy style. We got into it. Then you got Onyx. You know. Then you have. Then it. Um, I got into later on. Like you'd hear LL Cool J. You know, Ice Cube. The stuff I was listening to. I remember Boys to Men, which I'm a huge fan of. Yeah, I know you are. Um, but. I remember I'll Make Love to You. That song was banned at my junior high. They couldn't play it on the radio station. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm not kidding. Wow. I remember hearing going, um, boy, uh, Boys and Girls or whatever, you know, the piece. They could play like, Guar, but they couldn't play Boys yeah, and Men. Yeah. They were like, this is, and this is the 90s, right? This is like, and it was funny, which made me laugh because they're playing Gangster's Paradise by Coolio for a dance. Holy. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, but then I'll Make Love to You. No, sorry, children. You can't hear it. It's been banned. Because we had our own radio uh, at lunch hour. Sure, yeah. At okay. John McDonald. That's okay. where I went to junior high. And then, good times, but you're funny, like Gangster's Paradise, but you know uh, the words, right? Uh, and then I'll yeah. make love to you, but I guess back then, you know, it's a different well, you, time. Violence is okay, but... Yes, yeah. yes. Sex is And that bad. Coolio, man, fantastic voyage. Like, we're talking huge uh, uh, music, you know, yeah, that yeah. made... But well, even... 
That was right during that time of the whole uh, PMRC thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's right. In the yeah. middle of that, yeah. And then I got into, I got all, you'd get, get, you know, then I got, I heard Warren G regulate. And I'm telling you, that's one of my favorite, that song, regulate. And then you get Tupac Shakur from Above the Rim. I don't know if you remember that film. What a fantastic film. But that music, um, hip hop is, is it, for me, is almost like I, I really wish I could produce and rap and all that stuff. But it's life. Like they talk about social justice um, to stand up for yourself, fight for equality, <laughs> fight for each other. Like then I, I got into Public Enemy. Talib Kweli, I don't know if you heard of uh, Gangstar, um, no. which is uh, Gangstar's DJ Premier and Guru. Unfortunately, Guru's passed away, but like legendary hip hop. And yeah, then yeah. the Roots Band, who everyone, oh, the Roots, knows, yeah. who everyone knows from Jimmy Fallon. But apparently, uh, they've been around for a long time. Like, Todd, if the Roots I've, come again, apparently you and I are going. Yes, yeah. yes. And you know who's coming, which I can't believe is coming? Common. He's coming, it's coming to the Jazz Festival. Tickets go on sale Monday. If you want to go, Sean, I'll buy you a ticket. How much are tickets? Uh, that I don't know. But I'm, 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 I'm super he's, pumped. He's, he's big. It can't be that bad. But like it, the, it, it's empowered me to give like also when I had my mental health problems, which I've talked to Sean yeah. about before, it gave me a light. Yeah. You know that you fight the power. You know, you have Chuck D from and Flavor Flav. A lot of people just think of Flavor. Flavor Flav. No. You know, uh, yeah, boy. Yeah. No, no he's, he's, he's more than one. No, no. This yeah. guy is a classical trained musician. I don't know yeah. if you know. He can I play know. a bunch of stuff. I know. And Chuck but D. But he, he gets relegated to yes, the, yes. the joke guy in yes. Public Enemy. But yeah. he's way more. No, than way that. more. Yeah. And then you have, you, you have like Chuck D that wrote the lyrics. They're in a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like yeah. when I hear Chuck D talk, it empowers me, man. It's almost like. A, no, they they bridged. They weren't just rap. They no, bridged no. Public and Enemy. They, I like you. You like Public Enemy, I think, oh, don't you? Um, not really a huge fan, but I have listened to a lot of uh, Public Enemy. Yeah, and they bring truth to power. And I don't know if you know uh, Black Star, which was Talib Kweli and Most Def. Okay, another amazing. Oh, and Most amazing, Def. Amazing. I know Most Def. Those guys like, and they're writing their own lyrics. And then you got DJ High Tech, who is the DJ. Then you have Nas, who uh, when Nas yeah, won mic, I'm telling you. And then. Um, uh, um, What's it called? Lauren Hill, uh, If yeah. I Rule the World. Yeah. Like when I hear that song, man, I'm bopping my head and I'm feeling empowered. If I've had a bad day, you know, I pop in some of that and I'm, I'm feeling really empowered. They get you going. They make you think about stuff, you know, how you treat people, how you go about life, yeah. shine your light on the world. Positive. Try to make a difference. You know, fight a truth to power. Yep. Which is important. And Kweli's fighting every day, man. Talib Kweli. Like I, I follow him on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. But this guy is going against people that are like... Uh, unfortunately racist and calling yeah, them yeah. up and he fights and he'll tweet at because uh, he says you can't stay silent on this stuff you have to fight back and yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. that people because if you stay silent that's how they the game okay power. so this yeah. is this is I have to admit this is a better definition of rap than I've heard from anyone yeah because hearing you say it that way I'm like okay you know what I, I'm not a huge rap fan I like my Snoop Dogg and I like my uh public enemy in a, in a couple things but hearing you describe it that way that's not how i've always viewed rap and that's actually a different way to look at it because i think it gets a bad rap because there's certain artists that it's just kind of a joke or they're just bragging about killing yeah. people and it's actually not positive i think it's the it, persona and then they get they're yeah. wearing the gold grill yeah. and everything they yeah. kind of look they look nasty they're caricatures yeah. they're yeah. not actually yeah. but, activists but their lyrics are almost like an anthony robbins type yeah. You know, Actually, that, type yeah. thing, but yeah. in a different different way. Well, I mean, early rap was you know it was street music. Yeah, 
Yeah. And it was, you know, about, you know, social justice. So and you, they had they didn't have a voice otherwise. No, yeah, this was and, it was indie. It was indie music. Yeah. And the, and the, the I think people don't understand that they're storytellers. They're they're poets. It's Johnny Cash. Yeah, these yeah, guys and, Johnny Cash. and and they've and they've taken and rock and roll took like hip hop. Like that was from hip right? Like hip hop has sampled James Brown. They yeah. sampled, you know, uh Queen, right? Mm-hmm. You got Vanilla Ice right back because I remember when he had Ice Ice Baby was, oh, yeah. you know, then you got MC Hammer. Yeah. But when you, like, when you have a guy like Illmatic, which is probably one of the best albums hip-hop of all time, in my opinion, uh, called By Nas. And it's You're going to be sending me links to this stuff so I can put yeah, it in Yeah, so you have where it's just, it, it, it makes me, it shines my light as a human being that there is more to life than just yourself and your little clique. It's trying to make a difference. And even if it's a little, to make a smile on the face, yeah. you know, saying thank you or opening yeah. a door for someone or, you know, coming on this podcast where you guys have shined the light too, all three of you. On myself as well. This is invigorating to on a Sunday morning gives me energy. Yeah. So it's like listening to a hip hop. This was this was yeah. important to have JP here because I wanted I know you guys kinda half met him before, but Yeah, yeah Todd, like, I oh, didn't I... get to t- the, the thing, the new brand, that's awesome, man. And a wrestler, like your family. I, I I wish I could write a book on your like your family, but that's cool. Our family's family. Well, so why cool, can't man. you? Oh yeah. What's stopping true. you? That's true. There you go. Yeah. Inter- interview interview my yeah. family, write a book. Yeah, I think you're very. It's, uh, we're it's eleven thirty, so maybe we'll start capping it yeah. off. I want to make sure we call outs and whatever. But um, that's why I wanted to have JP on the show because he's one of the most positive, enlightening people that I know. And I wanted you guys to meet him properly and kind right. of have him in this forum. And he loves my burgers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good, <laughs> so good, so good. Yeah, it and it's it's. Uh, I think people until you actually get. Um, to listen, there's and there's tons of artists. Immortal Techniques, another one that fights for for social justice. Great lyrics, and if you listen, there's always a message, you know. And and uh, hip hop is not just it's it's a way of life too. For yeah, a lot. yeah. And they're talking about what they've gone through. A lot of these songs people don't understand, you know. Yeah, that yeah. It's what they're they've gone through their community. Yeah. You know, want to speak up, and I I love it. It's just something. You have Ice Cube, Arrest the President. He has a new album. It's called, you know, Everything's Corrupt. It's so good. And when Ice Cube, those beats, man, oh, yeah. it hits you hard. Oh, it's yeah. like almost a punch to the mouth. Yeah. But it's like, oh, <laughs> damn. You know, I got, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I was down. I had a bad day. But, you know, you listen to a little Ice yeah, Cube. brings you around. Yeah. What a good way to end this. I'm actually, yeah. That's actually yeah. very uh, sweet. Super positive. So, so. um where can we find JP? JP, do you have any so- any social media presence? I I uh, don't have Facebook anymore. I saw that. Uh, I got hacked, and then I decided, you know what? I I'm, I'm done. But I have. I just have Instagram. Just have Instagram. Yeah. And where's your? Do you want people to see? You yeah, that's Instagram? okay. Yeah. Okay. What's your Instagram? At Bifana Boy Two Hundred Four. Yeah. <laughs> what's nice. a Bifana? I know what it is. Yeah. But you it, you, can you elucidate. Spell it? Uh, <laughs> B-I-F-A-N-A. B O Y and then uh, two hundred four and a B is basically it's it's uh, pork loin grilled with some spices and beer and it's, it's grilled beet. it's beet yeah and it's beet beet senseless with a and hammer. and a pork loin and then you put it in a bun and it's a huge thing the Portuguese love yep yeah I'm amazed that wasn't taken already so it's kind of a <laughs> yeah. uh, Portuguese uh, sloppy Joe yeah yeah I, actually I, yeah it's got that that sauce yes it's not yes. a sauce but no. it's more like a garlic yes, butter yeah. kind of thing that yeah. is cooked in sounds pretty damn good actually it's freaking it, it's, amazing it's amazing channels oh i've had yeah. 
thousands of them. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Wow. Yeah, we'll have to, uh, for the uh, podcast at Keycon, we'll have to order some uh, Bifana. Oh, yeah, yeah and oh, I yeah. know places that can... Uh, you should can... come down to Keycon, man. Ah, I'll come pass by. Seriously. Yeah. Get a day pass and come hang out. Yeah. Okay. I think you'd have a good time. It's Keycon, well... The principle what? of Keycon is it's accepting of everyone. Okay, it's, cool. And I, that's what I like. It's about, about it. community. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, where can we find uh, Todd on Twitter? <laughs> uh, you know what? I think I set up an account way back when it first came out. Yeah. And I may have it on my phone, but I, that's not something I've ever really okay. used. When you get around to that, we'll we'll do I, that. I, uh, I do I do have a, a an Instagram one, but I don't really post anything. So I just used it so I can see my my. My grandchild and oh yeah, my kids and you know yeah. that type of thing. <laughs> Taves. All right. Well, uh, of course, we got the real meet the geeks at uh, Facebook, which is where you know well, all is, of the magic happens. All the Sean Geek stuff goes well, through there. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, we've also got uh, Meet the Geeks Twitter, which is uh, I think MTG Comic. Yeah, MTG Comic. Uh, which should also be featuring Sean Geek stuff now. Yeah, I gotta start. Yeah, trans uh, transcribing over there. Yeah, uh, we've got an Instagram, which is I'm actually not sure. Uh, look for the link in the description. Yep, <laughs> I'll have it um, there. <laughs> it's always the easiest way to do things. Just look for the link in the description. Uh, you're going to be going through a lot of links, actually. I think you know the videos and everything. Yeah, and we got the MTG uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, we got the uh, Meet the Geeks uh, YouTube channel. Starting to try to get uh, a little bit more. Uh, content up there uh, right after I figure out what the hell's going on with my but microphone. You can, you can get everything through the Facebook page. Yeah, just go to the Facebook page. You'll find, find everything, everything there, there. Including all the Sean Geek stuff. Yeah. And Sean Geeks at SeanMcGinnity.ca. You can actually listen to the podcast there. Or you can go to SeanArama.Podbean.com. But you can just do everything through the website. It's Sorry, was that uh, SeanGeek.ca? Sean McGinnity does. Sean, yeah, Sean McGinnity does. And I don't forget that's S E A N, not S H A W N. Yes, correct. Yeah. Sean, not Sean. Yeah, and it's McGinnity, not McGinty or McGinnis or McGillicuddy. McGillicuddy. Mr. Perfect. McGinnity. There's two I's, one N. Our grandfather used to say, So, how are you doing there, McGillicuddy? No, no, it's not me. So you'd have to correct him every time you'd see him. Yeah. Trying to be funny. Anyway, this cool. is fun. Uh, we're gonna we'll do this again, and yeah. uh, I'll see you guys on the flip side. Alrighty, sounds all right. See ya. See ya. <laughs>